0: And, blue, me and,
1: you. and I think to myself, what a wonderful. All right, welcome to another episode of the third out. I'm No Whiskey here with Bryson French. We don't have too much stuff going on here in terms of news
0: in the NFL, but somebody got paid. Somebody did get paid, and the amount he got paid is actually changed a lot. So Julio Rodriguez got a massive extension, but there are a lot of incentives in there. So he could get what from about 200-some million to 400-something million. Yeah, that's a wide range. That is. I mean, I mean it's million. a lot of money either
1: way. Yeah, either way, it's a lot of money. But, I mean, just at the base, two ten for, what, 14 years?
0: Something like that. I mean, yeah, 12 years, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I base? Mean, maybe, yeah, 14. But 17 years are the longest? Yeah, I mean. That's going to be the majority of the man's career.
1: Yeah, if not
0: all of it. Yeah. But, yeah maybe, what, 21 now? Yeah, 21, 22, something like that. But he'd be about 38 when that finishes. Yeah.
1: So as long as he stays there, the majority of the contract. I mean, yeah, that would be yeah. most of his career, if not all of it there. Yeah, And then, it's true. We got two teams getting hot there at the right time, Phillies and Braves and Cardinals, all three.
0: Two of those teams are playing right now the Cardinals and Braves. It's but... bottom four zero zero as we stand right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the series is split between the Braves and the Cardinals. It's a really good series yeah yeah i mean that's two of the better teams going
1: going at it uh, yeah i mean i've watched the majority of the games of the series that's been on um yeah yeah last night's kind of a anticlimactic there at the walk-off walk but overall a it was a good, walk-off yeah it, it was pretty it was a very good game there but then the phillies i mean getting ready to get Bryce Harper back, getting hot at the right time. I mean, your World Series prediction might not be too far off.
0: That is true. I mean, that is a lot of what baseball comes down to is who's getting hot when, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't want to change it at the midway point of the season, even though those teams, even though the Phillies and the Blue Jays weren't looking good at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, if they heat up down the stretch, it's not out of the question. I mean, it may not be likely, but it's not out yeah, of the question. Yeah. At least one of your teams is looking good, though. White Sox have just lost three
1: in a row, so. Oh, is it White Sox or Blue Jays? I or don't bl- yeah, uh, Blue Jays? Yeah. It
0: may have been White Sox. That would make more sense. You had White Sox oh. or Blue Jays. Oh yeah, yeah I had yeah. Blue Jays, Phillies. Yeah, Blue Jays, Phillies. Okay, so. that's better than. Thank goodness I don't have White Sox. I remember you discussing the White Sox, but yes, I think White Sox was the year before. Yes, uh, I predicted yeah. them, so. Um, other news, Albert Pujols is, I believe, seven home runs away now from 700 home runs. hmm He is 42 years old. Is he going to get it?
1: With the amount of games left, I, if he doesn't get it, he's going to get extremely close.
0: Yeah, I really don't want him to get stuck extremely close. Because coming into the season, I thought there's no way he's going to get there. And now, like seven away, man. I got hope now. Oh, he yeah. He gave I mean, me hope. Yeah. He's on the bench tonight.
1: But I mean, he's getting he really getting some decent a, playing time.
0: He's only facing lefties, really. Yeah. Which hurts. But yeah, he is on fire. And I saw a, a number of stats. He actually has been on fire really since the All Star break as one of the better hitters in the game. Mm-hmm yeah Which after was that surprising yeah, after that home run Derby he was in, yeah, um, I was gonna see if I could find that or something else I sent you. Uh, there was another post I sent you earlier today, okay, or yesterday. Uh, recent players with two hundred ops plus or higher in a single season with at least five hundred at bats. I don't know if you saw this.
1: I don't know uh, that. I have not where did you send it to
0: me on. Uh, on Instagram. But Paul Goldschmidt is currently has an OPS plus above 200 and he has over 500 at bats. Last person to do that was Barry Bonds. Um, other former players to do that in the live ball era include Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Frank Thomas. Now, that's pretty good company to be in. But mm-hmm. there was one thing that really, really threw me when I looked at this. the, the Those five players. And that the guys with OPS plus is over 200, over 500 at bats. Barry Bonds had that not one year, not two years, not three years, but four years in a row at yeah, an that's OPS insane. plus over 200. And nobody's done it since 04. And then Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Frank Thomas are the only other guys to do it in recent history. So. That was more of a plug for how good Barry Bonds is than Paul Goldschmidt, but that's incredible. Some incredible numbers there. But back to Pools and the 700 home runs. Who else could hit 700 home runs in their career? Yeah, that's we what got we got to discuss.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Pulse is seven away. Then let's just jump into the first pers- person on this list here. We got Stanton who's currently sitting
0: at 329 away. You know? So we jumped way down the list. So if you look at the total home run leaders, you have Pujols, obviously number one current. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, he's a little old to make up for at this point. He only has 506. And you're going to kind of find that common is like a lot of the guys at the top are just a little older. You know, Nelson Cruz, he's got 459, but he's also like 41 years old. And then we have Stanton fourth. He's the first guy with legitimate chances. He is thirty two years old. Mm-hmm. So, if he played age forty two, which is ten more years, he hit thirty three home runs a year. He could do it, which is very attainable for him. For ten years is the question that, like the thirty three home runs a year when he's playing, is no question.
1: Yeah. Do I mean,
0: ten years of that? You think.
1: Yeah, I mean, he may
0: – yeah, I mean, of course – how many does he have this year? He's got 24 this year, 35 last year, 4-3 and three home runs in 2019 and 2020. Yeah, those tiers are going to screw him. He didn't play much yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't – he may get to 33 this year, but he's just scratching to get 33 every year. Like he had one year with fifty nine, but he's never
1: hit forty. And in another year, yeah, I mean, with those two years, I mean, he's been kind of, uh, you know, not been healthy. But I mean, if he if he was healthy, and consistently could hit thirty three, yeah, there's yeah. no question he would get it. But his health is already in question. So you put 10 yeah. years in there. I'm going to say he's not going to get it.
0: Yeah. So here's another another guy that threw me for a loop, and he's not on our list. And I don't think he's going to get it, but I want to bring him up because I texted you about him this morning or last night, I believe. Um, Eugenio Suarez leads the MLB in home run total for the last five years combined. Eugenio Suarez, would you have ever thought that name would come up in that discussion?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would have never even thought of his name. Like, his name would have never crossed my mind. And
0: he's been good, right? He's never been great. So here are his home run totals for the last five years. 34 home runs in 18, 49 home runs in 2019. I was not a league leader. Um, COVID was 2020. He hit 15. 2021, he had 31, and he has 24 this year. So just, I mean, he has been above 30 every year for the past five years, except for COVID, which he was on pace for it. If that's the guy throughout the past five years to lead home runs, and he's not a 700-home run guy, but he's leading the past five years, is there any guy in his prime right now that could get it? Because obviously nobody in their prime is playing more consistent than Eugenio Suarez, so it doesn't look too good. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a very valid point. I mean, like Pujols, let's to go to his career, to show you how he got so close to 500, from, from 2001 to 2012, from 2001 to 2012, there was not a year where he hit less than 30 home runs. But that's the kind of run you have to go on to get into this conversation. And nobody has done that. Yeah. Or nobody is yeah. in the middle of doing that. Nobody's close to doing that. So that's the problem. And so we're going to have to start looking younger and younger here. But before we get too young, next guy on our list is Mike Trout. How's Trout looking?
1: I mean, he if his back wasn't in question, I feel like we would more inclined to say he could do it. But with his back being in question now, I'm gonna I'm still leaning more towards no because he'd have to hit 30 over the next 12 years. He may not even play 12 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 30 which is, very, is one of the more generous numbers we have yeah. on this list. 30 home runs a year. That's better than anyone else. Yeah. Except one so if we're gonna get to him a little later. But yeah, that 12 years is a hard mark. Trout playing until he's 42 is in question.
1: I'm gonna if I would more than likely he's not playing at 42. He's
0: I don't know that he's playing at 36. Exactly. Bryce Harper, a year younger, Harper's 29. Harper's 20, also had some injury trouble.
1: He recently he has, but his injuries aren't like Ma- I don't want major injuries
0: they're not reoccurring
1: yes well, they're not like they're like freak accidents like his thumb yeah. no re- like i would hit by a
0: pitch it. in yeah. a certain bone you're not gonna do nothing you can do about that
1: yeah but i think out of the guys so far i think he's the one that i'm leaning towards saying yes
0: yeah um we do have to see 32 a year from him for 13 more years i could see him playing that long yeah i can see 13 more years from him um and he's gonna have some years with more than 32 i
1: think exactly I, 42 last year that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say i could see him hitting 40 to 45 you know let's say five years out of that and then maybe dropping down to like between 28 and that 32 yeah, range
0: that, yeah Health health is big for all these guys. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to make a big drop in age here. We're going to go from the guys who are like 29, 30 years old. Those are our old guys. We're going to go real young here. This Unfortunately, we have to do this to find eligible guys. Acuna, age 24. How does he look?
1: Now, this part's getting a little tricky for me because these, like, so, range, yeah. yeah, and the ranges they have. Like he's got to hit 33 for 18 years. Yeah, and that's it's,
0: I the the amount of years I put I put them to play till their age 42 season. Like yeah, goals.
1: yeah, exactly. But so a lot of these guys from now on may not have to hit or may not have to play till they're 42. But um,
0: hmm. I mean, I'm just picturing like Nelson Cruz type, Wolves, mm-hmm. type DHs who can become yeah. that maybe. The troubling thing for me with Acuna is, yes, we've seen a lot of injuries. The guy has 41 home runs in 2019, and he's not top 26 at any other point.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm I'm leaning towards no with Acuna.
0: Yeah, he's going to have to hit 33 a year at that point. And how many times has he hit more than 30? Just the one time he hit 42, or 41. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not looking good there. Um, Rafael Devers, at age 25, also would need 33. For 17. 17 years, because he's a, he's a year older.
1: Mm-hmm. Now How many times has he hit above 30? Because I'm thinking he's in that 25 to 30 range.
0: So, he, I picture him as a much more of a DH-type guy mm-hmm. when he yes. gets older. He is hit above 30 twice.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I Technically, it was once, twice.
0: So, 2019, uh, 2020 was COVID, and then he did it again, 21. So, and he's on pace to do it again. So, basically, he's on pace for three years in a row, if you throw out COVID. So, I yeah. think he's actually got a he
1: He fits the uh, the horse mold of, of being a DH.
0: Yeah, for... age age. Nelson Cruz type guy can play mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, has just the beautiful swing for that. I like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so out of the, out of these young guys that we have talked, to, or well, I guess Acuna and Devers. Devers is definitely much much more likely to do it than Acuna. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. We right. go... Vlad. Vlad Jr. He's got I, 19 I, years until he reaches age 42. Yeah, so he's
1: young. So he's he hit above 30 home runs last year, didn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah he hit 48 last year. Yeah. I want to so say he yeah, he or the COVID COVID year or no, that no, was
0: Yeah, COVID.
1: Yeah, COVID. Co-
0: so his his rookie year he hit 15. Yeah. COVID he hit nine, but then last year was forty eight, and this year he's on pace for well over thirty again. Even though he's having a down year, he's on pace for over 30. Yeah, I would go yes with, with, with uh, Vlad, too. Now, Vladdy, again, very young. Mm-hmm. 19 years of this is, you know, who plays to age 42? If he plays to age 42, I would say yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly what I was thinking. All right, this is maybe not as tough. Jordan Alvarez. I don't think. 35 for 17 years. That's tough. 35 is a lot. 35 average is a high. That. Average. He's never hit 35 in a year. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. He's got 31 this year, so he could get over 35 for the first time this year. But to average that, yeah, even yeah, being sure. at 25, it's amazing how young you have to start to be in this conversation. Like yeah, guys like Judge yeah. just started <laughs> too late. Like, Judge is the best one right hitter to hit her in the game right now. But there's no question he's not even in this conversation. Yeah. I mean, he just started way too late. If he started, I mean, I
1: saw a comparison early. It was like right after we had started talking about if we're going to do the segment. And it was like at this, these, they pulled up a graphic of this point in their age, and they all be who has done more, like who has hit more home runs and everything. And of course, in pole holes, it's by a mile. But if you look at career games and everything, I mean it's judged by a significant margin. Yeah. So if he would have if Judge was started, like 18, 19, as opposed to going to Fresno State. Yeah. But of course he needed to go
0: to Fresno State. Yeah. I mean it took him a little while to develop. I mean, he yeah. his first full year was he was 25 years old. Yeah. Um, and then Pools, I mean, Pools did it when he was 21. So Yeah, right there's three I'm years sure. of. 30 home runs a year. And so every guy in this conversation basically needs to start at age 21 or around there to be in this conversation. All right, Uh, speaking of 21-year-olds, the 21-year-old, Julio Rodriguez. So basically, we're just predicting his entire career right here.
1: Essentially, yeah. We're predicting what he's going to do in that contract. Um, Yes. He's got 21
0: years until he's 42.
1: Yeah, and he's got to hit 32 a year, average that. I could yeah. see him averaging 32
0: for a while. I don't know. I feel like he's too much like Acuna. Not not so much in a injury way, but in a style of play like an mm-hmm. outfielder. He's going to have some years where he's not, you know, not as much of a power hitter. He's going to be a little exactly. more average on base one year. He's going to run into a wall trying to rob a home run, get hurt one year. Like, I see too many things in his career for him to be chasing down this milestone.
1: Yes, exactly. And yeah, the way, I, the way he plays outfield, I mean, just going all out and everything, he's going to get injured.
0: Yeah. All right. Last guy, Juan Soto. Juan
1: Soto, 579 away, so 13 or 30 for 19 years. I, mean, I I struggle with this one too.
0: So, this is the second guy in the list who only has to hit 30 a year. Mm hmm. How many, times has,
1: how many times has he hit over thirty? Once. Yeah, I was. Say, I couldn't think of a year he really went off. He hit thirty-four one year.
0: Yeah, I would say if it was over thirty, it wasn't by much. Now, if you want to have the discussion of who's going to be the next guy to get three thousand hits, yeah, I mean, okay. he 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 can hit home runs, but that's not his style of play. He is a contact bat. Yeah. And he sure. is incredibly young, that's why he's in this conversation. The amount mm-hmm. of home runs he's racked up before he even reached age 21. I mean, he had 60, 70 home runs at age 21. At the yeah, end of his I mean, 20, season. He,
1: yeah, I mean, he, this he's been in the league since he was 18. This is his sixth season,
0: yeah. So, I don't know, it's does he become a power hitter at some point in his career? He had 21, or excuse me, he had 29 last year. He's got 23 this year. I would like to keep him alive and say he could do it, and he has an easier path to do it than a lot of people, but I don't see him doing it. I think Vladdy is, 700 is such a, a prestigious mark. I don't, Devers could do it, Soto could do it, but I feel like Vladdy is, the only guy who feels like truly pool holes worthy. Yes. Yeah. Vlad is definitely my
1: most confident yes with. I mean, Harper's the only one that it would not surprise me if they got it.
0: Yeah. And at this point, Harper too, he's got to stay healthy. But yeah, he's even put himself behind the eight ball a little bit with his injuries.
1: hmm yeah, yeah. I mean, if he would if he wouldn't have missed so much time this year with his thumb. He yeah. probably, he probably have 10 more home runs this year. Yeah. So that yeah, so he'd be over 30 in the yeah.
0: So that's honestly that was an interesting discussion. Cuz yeah. 700, I mean, that is such a prestigious number and there is like nobody else in line for that until we get to the young guys really mm-hmm. if you think about it. So, like I feel like pools when you Asked at his, you know, when he left St. Louis, if you said, you know, who holds seven home seven hundred home runs, nobody would have been surprised. They would have been like, yeah, that sounds about right. But if you say that with like Trout or with Harper, I feel like that's, it's like, wow, I don't know, I don't know that he could pull that off. That would be that would be really surprising. Yeah, it's I a mean, different feeling.
1: Yeah, and who knows when that next guy will be? I mean, I guess Vlad, kind of. But even st- even now, it's a little early
0: to say that. Well, that and Soto, I guess, are the closest thing we have to a Pujols and a Miguel from the last generation. Yeah. But I feel like the Trout-Harper generation kind of skipped that, mm-hmm. that style yeah. of player. Because Trout and Harper were very different
1: than Miguel and Pujols. Yeah, and those two, I mean, those are the guys that were superstars when we were growing up. And yeah.
0: we started watching baseball. Like the 05, the 06, that was Pujol's Trout, or excuse me, that was Pujol's Cabrera. And then probably early 2010s to 15s, you know, that's that's the Harper Trout era. And now we're getting into the Soto and Vlad's Vlad era, I assume. There's a lot of young superstars we have to look at, Mm -hmm. but from a hitting perspective, at least. Yeah, that fit that mold. Yeah. All right, let's get to our main segment talking about the. At least I want to start as we always do when we talk about a division. I'm going to start with the worst team,
1: yeah. And this one's Um, not even close,
0: yeah. So, as we always do with these, that we actually uh, post some Instagram reels, um, kind of running over these teams really quick. So, make sure you're following our Instagram page for that. Uh, I actually haven't even done the Braves and the Mets yet, I've been kind of slacking, uh, getting back to school, getting in the swing of things again, but. When you get back at it, we're going to get these two out on Instagram as well, and then we're going to get to the American League East on Instagram as well in the upcoming weeks. But let's talk about the Nationals now. So, like you said, where's team in baseball, Washington Nationals. Where do you want to start with them?
1: It, we'll just go. Uh, the Soto trade, you know, kind of went as expected. There, C- got CJ Abrams, 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 Lord. A top 10 prospect, so you now he was okay. their Big piece in that. Um, also you know, got McKenzie the, Gore, yeah. McKenzie Gore good. was another one. Uh, so those two, yeah, you know, they good can ads. be very good players, they're going to be good yeah. assets, I think. Um, I mean, both and those,
0: the pitching was in so much need of help. Mm-hmm. Like, offensively, I feel like they have some stuff that could be good, right? Yeah. I mean, we had Kybert Ruiz. We put him, I believe he was like our 10th catcher. Um, He was a top prospect uh, catcher when he came over from the Dodgers. That's really what they gave away Scherzer for. Scherzer mm-hmm. and Turner, they wanted Kybert Ruiz. Um, and so he is a good contact hitter. You know, as he matures, he's going to have a good batting average. You know you got Luis Garcia, who's twenty two. He's a solid bat, solid bat at the plate. Good shortstop defensively. Either he will improve defensively as he gets older. And like you said, CJ Abrams, you know on the on the infield as well. He needs a little more time to develop. But he's going to be a really good player. He's a top ten prospect, like said. Yeah. So offensively, I'm not as concerned. Mm-hmm. Pitching, I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, pitching. It's going to be it's a struggle. I mean, they don't really have anybody. That what promising. In the system,
0: nothing yeah. really in the system for that. Mackenzie Gore is the promising one and that's what they got mm-hmm. from Soto. So, yeah. He got off to a hot start to the year. I mean, he was in the rookie of the year conversation. He is gone from that conversation now. Um, I believe he's actually injured at the moment. Um, basically, he just needs some more MLB reps and I think he's mm-hmm. going to be fine. Yeah. So. I mean, it's tough going from AAA to you know, he
1: had a head of steam going coming in. And then once that faded, he got hurt. I mean, it's has
0: a struggle for him. Once hitters figure out your first layer, yeah. you know, it's going to take another minute to recalibrate and get going for the majority of your career after that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he will, and he's going to be a solid piece, but one solid piece is not going to solve the worst pitching staff in baseball. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to need
1: pretty big free agency here in the coming years to turn that, turn that
0: ship around. They may have to pull an Angels and just draft nothing but pitchers in a draft. Yeah. But, we'll see. That hasn't exactly worked out for the Angels yet either. But, yeah, that's, that, that's what I was going to say. But there's still time. That was like last year. So okay. uh, the Marlins in fourth place, but a, a good step up from the Nationals. They are 14th in ERA, 27th in offense. So. Start with the offense. They're the exact opposite of the Nationals. They have no offense. They do have Jazz, though.
1: Yeah. You can't do it all. I mean, he's he's a spark, but he's not a spark plug that
0: big. Uh,
1: That's
0: true. True. I don't think anyone's a spark plug that big.
1: Yeah. But. I mean, it's tough. I mean, 27th in offense.
0: Yeah. They have some good, some other good offensive players, but they're all hurt. Like Mm -hmm. Max Myers on the 60 day IL. He's a pitcher too. So, like, I don't know. All their pitchers, all their offense was hurt. So, they didn't really have anything. Uh, The pitching, sorry. Now I'm going to talk about the pitching. Pitching was 14th in the ERA, which is solid.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Their top two prospects are also pitchers. So, they can get better. They have some young guys who are getting better as well. Um, guys, now I'm going to talk about Max Meyer. Max Meyer is on the 60-day I out. He looks really good, though. Um, Trevor Rogers, remember, he was the rookie of the year last year. Underwhelming this year, but I feel like he can bounce back, right? He could he was the rookie of the year. Like yeah. He's got that in the tank. Um. 24-year-old Braxton Garrett, also hurt right now. But, I mean, the amount of 24-year-olds they have in their starting rotation is incredible. I mean, you got uh, Jesus Lozardo, who's 24, mid-3 ZRA through his 10 starts of the season. I mean, of course you know who they got the top two in the rotation, too, and got Sandy and Pablo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, a, that's a nice one-two mm-hmm. punch. Um, they're both 26 years old. So everybody's like 26 and 24 years old here.
1: Yeah, so they're they have a lot of... Lot of assets pitching if they need to go get some offense. Yeah,
0: I really like um Edward, Edward Cabrera, mm-hmm. uh, he's the guy that I want to keep my eye on. Um, he got blown up yesterday, but I had his stats written down before he went into that game and I hadn't updated them yet. He had a 1.78 ERA through his first six starts with a three and one record. Um, then he got beat by the Dodgers, so
1: yeah, which. Understand, put that line up, you're gonna get and blown it's your up.
0: seventh start in the big leagues, like, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, you're gonna get blown
0: up, yeah, you're not gonna hold a 1.78 forever. So, honestly, that was an amazing start. I do have high hopes for him, and his great. Mm-hmm. Um, one sad thing that I wanted to point out for the Marlins was their war and the leaders they have in war. So, at the top, it makes sense, right? You got Sandy, you got Jazz, then Pablo, right? It makes sense, fourth. You have Miguel Rojas, and then at five, you had Anthony Bass. Now, Bass got traded, and he's still fifth in war for your team. He's a bullpen guy, too. Six, you got John Verity. Seven, you got Joey Wendell. And then eighth, Edward Cabrera, through six starts, he has the eighth most war on this team. Like They can't even fill up a starting lineup with players who have done more for their team than Edward Cabrera through six starts. That's not good. No. So, offense, you need at least eight offensive players who can get more war than a pitcher with six starts, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, you had a reliever on there and two starters on there. So, Edward Cabrera should be like 11th or 12th at best, not 8th. All right. So, anyway, I had to rant about that a little bit. Moving on to the Phillies, moving up to third place in the division. How the Phillies looking? We mentioned at the beginning they're
1: hot, at least. Yeah, they're very hot right now. Uh, they're eighth in offense, tenth in ERA, but they're big news there. Harper's finally came back. Uh, you know, looking very good for that late playoff push. Uh, I mean, everybody's playing really well at the right time. Yeah, Harper. The offense JT, is just Hoskins, great too. Yes, the offense is looking very good right now,
0: yeah, I mean, Schwarber and Castellanos, that's those are two interesting guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think of them sometimes. They're really complicated, like they hit lots of home runs. they step up, they're proven hitters. Sometimes the metrics really hate Castellanos. I know we've talked about that in the past, but he he can be a good traditional hitter. Schwarber is. The atrocious batting average, but a bunch of bombs. I don't know. What do you What do you feel with these two? Like, do you trust them? To help your team in the playoffs. I'd be leery of them, but I think their
1: offense is good enough where you can you can have those liabilities in the lineup or yeah. the li- I want to like say the, the
0: benefit. Yeah, the of benefit that, of those
1: yeah. people in the lineup.
0: I I still believe in Castellanos. Yeah. I mean, he, I know he's struggling massively. Um, and it really I think comes down to his barrel percentage, was the big mm-hmm. number I saw difference. He's just not hitting the barrel of the bat nearly as often as he usually does. Um that hurts him offensively. They are weak at shortstop and center field still. Um, I think Brandon Marsh was a really good addition, mm-hmm. but they still need a shortstop. I don't know what they're gonna do there. They got Didi. They got Edmundo Sosa. They got some other guys floating in and out. Nothing's nothing's working short Yeah, shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: I was fully expecting them to go make a move at the deadline for a shortstop. I was shocked
0: they didn't. Yeah, I mean, they got Edmundo Sosa. So they got a little bit of defense, but he hasn't played. I think he's played like 15 games at this point since the trade yeah. deadline.
1: I mean, I was expecting them to go after like a rent. Big.
0: Yeah, like big. Nah. I mean, Edmundo Sosa was defense, and I guess they do hurt defensively. But yeah. that doesn't help them offensively. And I guess they are good enough offensively to where they didn't need that. All right. Pitching, though. Pitching is incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. Pitching, pitching is 10th in
0: ERA, but it would be a lot higher if they could play defense. Yeah. take so that into consideration with how good this pitching staff is.
1: hmm
0: So, you got Zach Wheeler at the top, and we saw him against the Padres. I
1: mean, yeah, and he, I mean, he pitched lights out.
0: And he has done that a lot this season. hmm um, Aaron Noah is finally starting to to live up to his potential a little bit I feel like we've heard great things about Aaron Noah for quite some time and he just hasn't really gotten there I feel like he's almost like Jose Barrios type you know the way people talk about him and then he mm-hmm. would just really underperform he's I don't want to say he's an ace right now but he looks really solid great too uh ranger suarez i was high on him he got off to a terrible start but he is heating up recently in era around two over the past month So finally heating up for him noah syndergaard was a nice add at the trade deadline mm-hmm. yeah he did get blown up his last outing though yes but he still has a three and oh record is it three and one record now i believe it's three and one because i believe he got blown up last, last night, night. So a three-and-one record with Philly so far. So he's he's doing good getting the wins, at least, if nothing else. Um, and then Kyle Gibson is you know that five spot in the rotation, not looking too solid. But I feel like I feel like at some point he's gotta account for something as a proven fifth starter, it can't Mm -hmm. be the worst out there. Yeah. Um, and one through four is so solid, and that's really what you're looking at in the playoffs, right? So now it's currently in second place. Currently, I say because they are really hot and they are moving in the right direction as it stands mm. right now. The Atlanta Braves. It's yeah. still zero yeah. zero, isn't it? As we stand, I'm sure everybody yeah. watching is going to know what the final score of this game is, but we're, we're it not is sure. One nothing. Cardinals one just nothing at home. Run. Oh, is that Tommy Edmund? No, no. Who was it? It would be whoever's after him. Is that Goldie? I don't know I don't what the know. lineup was today. I don't know who this is. It's number 21. Oh, is that Lars Newbar.
1: I think it is Newpar. Yeah, He has to turn around. They're doing <laughs> a replay, and he's, of course, watching his home run go out of the park before he's
0: nice. running. Nice. That's cool. Who the Who's 21? Is that, oh, it's, yeah, it's newbar. Cool. I love newbar. Um. So, anyway, if the Braves do come back and win this game, they would be two games back at the Mets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose their back to three back, like they were at the beginning of the day. Um, so, the Braves, here's an interesting stat, though, or two interesting stats. They are second in the league in OPS and fifth in ERA. Both of those stats are better than the Mets. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? Like, that's
1: Wait, I think... The Mets just win games they're supposed to, and the Braves lost games at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So I think that's really the only reason why. Because the Braves took – I mean, they didn't go, get off to a slow start, but it was it was slightly a slow start.
0: Yeah. So, offensively, it's obviously really good if they're second in the league in OPS. I mean, you got Acuna, who didn't start off the year too hot, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's heating up though. Michael Harris. We've I haven't talked about him enough on this podcast, honestly. He is one of the most tragically overlooked players so far this year. Cuz he is actually an incredible rookie. Um both catchers are hitting pretty well. I mean, you got Darnell and um what's his name? the name the the other Contreras? Um Austin Riley Finally, looking like his MVP self. I'm actually mm-hmm. feeling confident about putting him as the second, third baseman once again in our top 10. Yeah, he's stadium. looking very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Olsen, quietly, really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, troubles though, second base and DH, AKA Marcelo Zuna. Was arrested once again. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I guess they're basically just running with Contreras' DH mm-hmm. at this point.
1: Yeah, they kind of have to.
0: Yeah. So, the second base in the DH is a little bit of a trouble, but honestly, that's that's still a really complete lineup altogether. Pitchers. This is where they get... Honestly, this is where they surprise me for how good they are. How they look on the pitching side.
1: Yeah, so... Starters, you got Freed, who's quietly turned into a, a very, very good ace. Um, then Kyle Wright, he's been emerging recently, down to a 2.99 ERA. And then Spencer
0: Strider, as well, is starting to look very good. He dominated the Cardinals the other night. Mm-hmm. So, I still think he needs to move back to the bullpen. Eventually, we're going to look at their bullpen in a second. Their bullpen's kind of full at the moment. But I just think the guys who throw really hard and don't have a big pitch repertoire, just it's not good for their arm, and I don't think it's good for their career. Eventually, hitters are going to figure them out if they're in a starting mm-hmm. role that long. Exactly. He could be a very dominant closer, though. And one season as a starter, I feel like it's, he'll probably be fine. But eventually, I think he needs to find his way back to the bullpen, personally. So.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like you said, it's a little full right
0: now. But Yeah. Yeah, that'll probably change does, it. He does make for a really solid number three in a rotation. And that one through 3 is what's looking to carry them wherever they're trying to go right now. Because four and five is not doing it. That's Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson, who came into this year as two of the more... Set guys in this rotation, yeah. like two, two guys we knew were going to be there. They look really bad, you know, they look rough. So, let's go to the bullpen now. How's the bullpen looking? Uh,
1: boy, you know, like you said, it's full. Uh, you know, the first guy we got on here to talked about is Tilly Jansen. <laughs> I mean, he's been, you know, he's been around, you know, he was in LA, he looked very good there. He's looked okay in Atlanta
0: till last night. Yeah, last night was a little rough. Yeah, the, uh, the blown save. Well, yeah, bad blown save. Not yeah, even just I will say save.
1: blown save. That's
0: an understatement. Yeah, I mean that was that was something. That was here's a birthday cake save. Like that's you gave away a gift on that. That wasn't even like the other team beat you. That was you you gave up.
1: I mean, I don't understand how you walk three guys in a row to close a game out. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, mean, I think the first leadoff was a hit,
0: and then they then walked. It was a walk hit by pitch. Oh, the there was a hit by hit. pitch. Forgot about that. But then there was the infield hit, and then another walk. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, still, that's a lot of inaccuracy in one inning. Especially yeah. the Cardinals didn't even get a true hit after the after the first runner got on base. A wild pitch in there too. Um. So Kenley Jansen, but like he's still proven. We still yeah. know he's a capable closer. Um, Colin McHugh. McHugh. Uh, very solid reputation. And can still go multiple innings at a time. AJ Minter. The uh, 2.26 ERA. He is really good. I know Atlanta fans are really excited about him. Dylan Lee has 36 innings and a 2.72 ERA. Jesse Chavez with a 2.11 through 38 innings. And they traded for Rosio Iglesias. So, Mm -hmm. that's pretty good. I mean, it's another closer-level guy they had. I know he came in with an ERA around four, but he has been really good so far this year.
1: Yeah, he did look very – he has looked very good this year. But, I mean, yeah, their overall bullpen has looked very
0: solid. Yeah. All right, on to the top team, the Mets. The offense is seventh and the ERA is sixth. They may be below the Braves in OPS and ERA, but they are incredibly close in both of those stats, which means they're still incredibly good. Uh, they are up in the standings, obviously, right now, by two and a half games, and they're among the best teams in all of baseball. Offensively, what do they got?
1: Offensively there, um, you know, of course, they have their stars in Alonzo, Lindor, Marte there. I mean, you know. <laughs> You're the biggest member of the uh, Alonzo uh, fan club.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, He's very good. He's a borderline all-star first baseman. And he is a great producer in the lineup.
1: But he's tied for 83rd in war in the MLB.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so... That gives you my feelings about him right there. That's – I mean, he's he is way up there in home runs and RBIs, so though. That's
1: cool. Yeah, from an offensive standpoint, he's definitely somebody you want in your lineup.
0: He is the producer to this lineup, yeah. I feel like. This yes. lineup is full of leadoff hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody could be a leadoff hitter in this lineup. Yeah.
1: I mean, any of the, Alonzo, Lindor, and Marte. I mean, I would take any three of those guys to lead off my lineup.
0: Yeah, so like even even expand it beyond that. Let's go with Brandon Nimmo. He yeah, n- yeah, Nimmo's one. McNeil. Yeah, and then you said Lindor, Marte, Marcana. Even like he's getting like he's a little bit older, but he like he in his prime was a leadoff hitter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Alonso is he just has the best table setters in front of him, and he just gets to go up there, and you got to have somebody to do it. Yeah, I mean, he does his job. His job is to get them in, and their job is to get on for for Alonzo. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, and it works. So this offense works. Um, they do have a couple other guys who can clear the table a little bit too. I mean, they went out and got Daniel Vogelbach, who's been a great addition, and then you can move down Marte or Lindor. They they can clear the t- They can play either side of that role, you know, depending on on what you want them to do. Um, the concerns for them, catcher is a concern. Third base is a bit of a struggle, although I I like Eduardo Escobar. I feel like he can work past this. He's a proven player, um, career wise. Catcher catcher is a concern, though. I was kind of surprised they didn't do anything about that at the trade deadline. I should I don't know was I surprised? Like catcher is one of those things that I I don't understand how you could ever trade for a catcher in the middle of a season, right? Yeah, how are you going to come in and work with the pitching staff? At the same time though, everyone thought they were gonna go get a catcher. So I was kind of like expecting it in that regard, I guess.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't really make sense. Like at the beginning of the season, yeah. But in the middle of the season, it doesn't you can't learn a pitching staff.
0: Yeah. That said, they they could have probably used a little bit of help there, mm-hmm. i Yeah. So starting pitching though, this is a, a great starting pitching staff. Um especially now that it's healthy. How's that looking for him?
1: Yeah, you finally have to grow You know, of course, the best one-two punch in all of baseball. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Scherzer, I don't want to say he got lit up, but, I mean, the Yankees had no issue with him his last outing. He still has a 2.33 ERA,
0: even with that. Um, yeah. Then, and you know, he, he, I think that actually went down again today because he – he took a loss today, but it was a one nothing game. He took yeah. a loss there, but, so his ERA probably went down a little further. Yeah, and then groan, I mean, he hasn't he's pitched what
1: three starts since he's five been or injured. Five six games. Yeah, five six game total. He still has a two point one five ERA. Yeah. So. something like that. So and he's still looking good. Um. I mean, you're going to win a lot of games if you have those both those pitchers as you're wanting to.
0: And then Chris Bassett isn't a bad three either. I yeah. mean, I think he'd, be two, of, six he'd be a lot of teams he'd be a lot of team ace. Yeah, if, yeah. Like we were talking about it the other day, or I was talking about somebody else. I was talking to somebody else, not talking about somebody else. I was talking to somebody else at dinner tonight about uh, the Cardinals versus the Mets if that came up in the playoffs and like how the starting pitching would look. And I said, Chris Bassett. Could take our best pitcher, whoever our best pitcher is on the Cardinals. I guess that would be Jordan Montgomery at this point. The Mets' third best pitcher is on par, if not better, than the Cardinals' best pitcher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, and Jordan Montgomery—he's not a bad one, though. No, he's he's looking really solid too. Yeah. So, uh, then we have, and their four and five are a little more concerning to me. Although Taiwan Walker has been better than I expected. He Mm -hmm. has a low three ERA through his first 22 starts, so I can't talk bad about him anymore, I guess. He did get Um, lit up his last outing as well, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still, this 22 starts in a season is going to happen every once in a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Carrasco, though, um, I don't have much faith in him, but if he's your fifth guy in the rotation and he has a low four ERA you probably have the best five in the league at that point or one of the better fives in the league at that point.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So no complaints there either. Um, And he has stayed healthy to this point in the year. He's a little hurt right now, but he has stayed healthy to this point in the year. Bullpen for them, how do they look? Especially in comparison to the Braves, how does their bullpen look? I mean, closer,
1: they had the best closer this year in Edwin Diaz. Yeah. And I I don't think that's in question. Yeah. Especially with Blake hater fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I can't believe we haven't, we haven't talked about that. I mean, he just, all of it, he got lit up again today. Again? Man. I mean, he gave up five runs.
0: I was I was honestly wondering just a couple of days ago how much he would have to fall off to lose his spot as the best reliever in the game. I guess that's happened. I,
1: yeah, I can see well, why. He turns the, it around. Yeah, yeah I can see did. why he was
0: traded now. They must have saw this coming or something. So Anyway, Diaz is the best close in the game. Mm-hmm. Vino is also really good. Yeah, he's so very solid. In comparison, we said Atlanta's bullpen was very full. This one is more dominant at the top. It's not as mm-hmm. full. Yeah. So it's a different strength, but it's, you know, it, it's what do you want, you know, type of strength. Mm-hmm. Take one or the other. But they both have something going for them. So incredibly close here who do you think is going to take this division and the standings not so much go further in the playoffs but who's taking it in the regular season I'm going to take the Braves yeah the hot they're hot now I mean they're hot seen now Scherzer. Scherzer just took two losses he took one to the Yankees and then took a one nothing loss today so can't catch a break yeah and I mean you've just seen you've seen this too many times with the Mets where they oh, look really
1: good Now, this one's lasted longer than I thought. I was
0: going to say, they have made it further than the year this time. This one
1: has lasted much longer than I expected. They're
0: going to make it at least to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they're at least going to make the playoffs, be at one of the top seeds there. But, I mean, they just collapse far too often. Yeah, that is true. So,
0: I think the Braves are going to take it too. Are they going to go further in the playoffs though? Who's going further there? It it all depends on matchups.
1: Depends on who they I get matched the up Mets
0: with. I think the Mets starting pitching though is just primed mm-hmm. to go a little further. Yeah.
1: What's what seed are the Mets right now? Who would they match up with? Do you know? Uh, I think they are the two seed currently. Let me yeah. Hold yes. quick. So, I know MLB's oh. been posting the current bracket. here. Oh. I think it was. What would that be? I think they posted on their Instagram. Oh. Well, yeah, this uh gonna take a while to find, I'm
0: sure. No, nah, I think. Well, I just googled it. Let's see. Um, oh here, no, we that's go. No, that's like the full what that, day the game. Like. Yeah, they, they would play.
1: <laughs> yeah, currently as of three days ago, the Mets play the winner of the Padres in St. Louis. I might like St. Louis
0: better. But we are saying that the Braves are going to win that division though. So just flip who, who do they play if they were in the Braves spot right now? They'd play the Phillies and then they would play the I don't know that if they win that they the, play the Dodgers. You're definitely not making it past the Dodgers. The Braves are much better. Whoever wins the division is in a significantly better position not not having to face the Dodgers as soon. Yeah. I mean playing a Phillies and the Dodgers back to back is insane compared to having to play the Cardinals and then the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, they play the – yeah, more than likely they play the Cardinals. Yeah. But
0: – Even the Padres and the Dodgers, it's like not the same. As, I still think Philly's starting pitching is a little better at the top, not to mention with that offense there. So, yeah. Well, with that, guys, we thank you for joining us. Hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Make sure to follow our Instagram and follow the podcast. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback, all that stuff. With that, have a wonderful week. We will see you guys next week.